so we want to we want to move to <clears throat> excuse me another uh, really a, a a ministry that is so essential but yet has so become almost non-existent in a lot of churches it's a black hole in so many ways in our fellowship uh, our network struggles with it to be honest and that is the ministry of young adults and uh, first assembly here has an incredible young adult ministry and a phenomenal uh, young adult leader uh, randy jumper has been on staff here at the church um, actually kind of a, in a dual role he is the young adult uh, ministry director and he also covers another ministry, which we're going to talk about in just a little while, so we won't go there. But uh, Randy earned his doctorate last year, and he actually wrote his uh, dissertation on young adult ministry. So we're delighted to hear from Randy Jumper today. Randy, would you take it away? He's qualified. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Superintendent. What an honor and privilege to be able to step into your world for just a few moments. You spent thousands of dollars, countless hours discipling children and students. Uh, you've invested tons of energy, tons of tears, tons of time, and then when they became young adults, they disappeared. Some went to college, never came back. Some started dated some girl, and then they never came back to your church. Some abandoned faith, some went to another church, some you just don't know where they are. Depending on the study you look at, the best number we can say is that somewhere around two-thirds of all young adults leave church after high school graduation. Cassie was a leader in our youth group. She went to a Christian university, and when she came back, she didn't come back to church. Her reason, you know what, Pastor, everything seemed different. I expected church to be just like it was when I came back, and it wasn't. Devin had made great friendships and relationships in youth ministry. His youth pastor was a huge part of his life, a big influence. But he didn't go to college. He got a job right out of school. He came for a while, and then when all of his friends left, he slowly stopped coming to service. When I asked him, his reason was, I just don't fit in anymore. Kyle, Kyle quit coming of one year, almost to the date after graduating high school. He'd gone to college, and some of the professors that he'd taken classes he took, well, they discussed Christianity better than we did in the church only their answers were much worse. And they pointed out how inconsistent we had been in different areas. They surfaced questions that had been in his heart and his mind. He begged, he, he just had to ask the question of the wrong person, they shot him down. And so he, he left the faith. Kyle, Devin, Cassie, they're just some of the two-thirds. And they're the reason why I'm in young adult ministry. I refuse. I refuse to give up on them. I refuse to write off young adults as uncommitted or lacking in faith. I reject the idea that everybody goes through a prodigal stage. I refuse to believe that young adults have to leave. But with so many leaving, we have to ask why. And more importantly, we have to ask what can we do to stop it? How can we help? And some of their reasons for leaving, they're situational. And some are sinful. But some of the reasons reflect really just the life stage that young adults are in all the way around. And today I'm going to explain just a little bit of young adult development and then suggest a way that you can help your young adults in your church. Researchers point out to young adults how they migrate into adulthood. They go through a phase of life called critical distancing. You went through it if you grew up. Critical distancing means that a young adult moves away from existing authority structures to establish 
their own. As a child, you were dependent upon those authority structures for safety, education, nurture, growth, uh, spirituality. But as you matured, you were given more and more autonomy, greater privilege to make your own choices and decisions. And faith and values are exactly the same way. Young adults also need to think for themselves, and they must believe for themselves. And that process of distancing from previous authority structures, that's necessary to create those own belief systems. They have to move away before it can be theirs. And what I just said probably makes you nervous. After all, the church, you are an authority structure, and young adults distancing themselves from you doesn't sound very good, but it's not all that bad. Hang with me. If done right, it means that a young adult will have their own faith grounded in the Word of God and the experience that they themselves have developed. You say, great, Randy, I get it. Young adults pull away from us. This is nothing new. But what do we do? How does we church, what, what should we do to help facilitate them staying? Well, I use a metaphor for young adult ministry to help me understand what we have to do here and what you can do there. I call it meshed ministry. In 1888, Lewis Haslam revolutionized the textile industry when he introduced Airtex fabric. That's what we call mesh. Mesh popularity soared when Adidas adopted it as its material. Mesh's lightweight strength and permeability is achieved by interlacing strands of fabric. Each strand's individual attribute are exponentially replicated over and over again. And it's not just fabric. Most likely, you have a wireless network at your home or your office or the church, and where it's all built on a meshed network. Your internet connection is based on a bunch of connected nodes. Your computer can connect to any of them. If one of those nodes goes down, another one steps in and picks up the signal. Cell phone towers work exactly the same way. The more nodes on the connection points available, the stronger the connection and less likely it is that you will lose your signal. To keep young adults connected to your church, you need a strong, meshed network of multiple connection points for them. You, you need multiple people in your church connecting. It's not a youth pastor's responsibility, youth workers, and it's not a parent's. It's all of ours. Each part of your church, from your kids' ministry to the senior adults, are nodes working together to keep that young adult secure. And that's why I call it meshed ministry. Meshed ministries are, are carefully and loosely hold those young adults. Each person is an integral part in retaining and keeping those young adults. Each person plays a part. And when they're interlaced together, you keep more young adults. And if a young adult distances themselves from one connection point, there's already another one ready to step in and maintain the connection. Young adults who grew up in church have banked years of influence and connection with other spiritual leaders. So use those people to establish a ministry of presence in the life of a young adult. A ministry of presence is the ministry that says, we're here and we're in your face and you can't get rid of us. When you're intentionally present and active in their lives, presence communicates love and commitment. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're saying, Randy, I'm too old. I'm not relevant. Well, I got great news for all of us old people. Many older leaders, they question whether their age makes a, a difference. 
It's just simply not true. There was a major study done by young adults in the church. It was a book called Growing Young. Kara Powers is the author. It's an absolutely incredible book on an 18 to 29-year-old. And this is what their research found. I read it. While there is certainly some value in having young leaders who connect with young people, it is not the whole story. When interviewed, participants from our study were asked why their church is effective with young people. Only one in 10 mentioned having a young leader. And when asked this group who had remained in church, why do you remain in church? Only 13% identified relevant leaders. 87% identified the authenticity of leaders or other qualities. Listen to me. Age and relevance are factors, but authentic leadership overcomes age differences. Let me say this again. You can be old and irrelevant as long as you're an authentic and loving leader. Love trumps relevance. Respect beats trendy. Care conquers cool every time. And as a member of a lifetime of the uncool club, I am shouting hallelujah. If you aren't a young adult, I hope you'll get this one important takeaway from us. Jesus-like love and respect and guidance are more important than anything else. Authentic engagement bridges the chasm of distrust. Saying I love you and meaning it is imperative for young adults. And as you interact with them, express affirmation with relentless patience. Be a healer. Healers beat back voices of self-doubt and condemnation. Be a vocal champion. Be the loudest encourager and be an affirming friend. Because Mesh Network's the biblical church. It's a safe space for young adults to grow and develop. And when they push with their questions, and hear me, when they push with their doubts, don't overreact. Just like Mesh, give and embrace the messiness of this life stage. As they establish their own identity, hold them loosely. Create an environment where a young adult can flourish. And just like mesh fabric, you will keep more than you lose. Breathable, elastic, and interlaced. Because young adults are valuable to your church. When you give them the opportunity to lead, young adults are going to shine and flourish. Our group of young adults, we are self-led and self-driven. And it's become a leadership laboratory for our church. Our young adult leaders have become our pastors. They've become missionaries, board members. They're key leaders throughout our entire church. On the day of Pentecost, Peter quoted Joel chapter 2 when he said, God's spirit would come on both the old and the young. It's fair to ask a question. this question. How will the dreams of the young men and women inspire older generations and how will the visions of older generations guide young adults if they're never in the room together? I don't want to be a part of a dreamless church. I don't want to be a part of a visionless church. I want to be a part of God's church. If I can help you in your young adult ministry, I'd love to. We've got all kinds of resources of what we do at our website, yaministry.org, filled with all kinds of stuff there for you, podcasts and those kind of things. Thank you so much for letting me talk about my heart for young adults.